0: I try to respect where people are, but I really think there is a difference between being on the screen and on the scene. Um, when you're in the anointing and you're in the fellowship, there is a difference. Uh, one, you are a spectator, and one, you're a participator. So I think that there is a difference.
1: Good day everyone, this is Pastor Dan Boone. I'm glad to see you today. I'm glad that you're with us. We have a very special guest here today and uh, you're gonna wanna hear every word that she says. You might wanna grab something to write down on, you know, uh, uh, get your smartphone out or get a piece of paper even. That's something new and different is a, a paper to write down on but anyway it's let's talk about it tomorrow and we're going to have a good time for the next 15 20 minutes we are so privileged to have with us today all the way from henderson nevada antonetta campers and she's given us a few days uh, just she just did a woman's meeting for us and they're all kind of just floating on air walking out of here And we so appreciate you taking the time, and of course, we're old friends, and we're friends for a long time, let me put it that way, you know, she's still young. Um, but we we do a lot of cross pollinating uh, with each other and it's such a wonderful relationship for her and her husband and our -hmm. our two kiddos uh, Mm -hmm. that we know and work together in the kingdom. So anyway, uh, we're gonna get into a few things today. Uh, Why don't you just uh, go ahead and share a few little things about yourself and uh, we'll go from there, okay? Okay,
0: let me see. I'm Antonetta Campers, (laughs) I'm married to Jerry Campers, I have two kids um we've been doing ministry we planted a church in 2009 and we're just building the kingdom one person at a time
1: (laughs) all right and you know your church of course i've been there quite a few times and it is it's one of those special churches and i'm not just saying that it is a special church Uh, it's very diverse it's uh Mm -hmm. Uh, very, uh, of course, your husband, you know, it's hard to get to know. You know, <laughs> I say that jesting because mm-hmm. I don't think he's ever seen a stranger. If he has, he hasn't seen him over two or three seconds. So, mm-hmm. a great guy. And uh, you all, the two of you, balance each other very well. And uh, I, I love the structure you bring and, and the, your love for God, love for people, and just wanting to see them grow. That's, that's really so awesome. Uh, why don't you share, if you would, something about uh, Empowered Life Church, that's your church, of course, and maybe something that you've noticed uh, in the last uh, 12, 13 years about uh, reaching people in the uh, Las Vegas area. You know, when I go there, I say, well, I, maybe I shouldn't <laughs> say that. It's okay to say it okay. Uh, but the Bible says wherever sin abounds, grace abounds that yes. much more. So they've got a lot of grace there. Yeah. So uh, we we don't look at the things that are holding us back. We look at things that are propel us on. Yes. <laughs> but maybe uh, just share some things about Empowered Life.
0: Um, well, I will say this. It's not the Bible Belt. We can't, I, Jerry and I were in Texas before, and so the culture of vegas like you said is different i remember struggling when jerry said we're going to vegas and i said oh god i don't want to raise my children there and god said it was nineveh not sodom and gomorrah and so that had to change my perspective he said you need to go preach repentance to it so once i understood the assignment i think i was more in line you know to be there, and then the next thing is there was a book that I read years ago it was called The Senator, and it was a book based about this one guy taking eating the sins for the people or for the community, and I felt like God was saying that in a sense what you know that the slogan what happens in state Vegas saying Vegas but that the that the whole country was trying to make Vegas be the senator for the country, and God's like, I need to change that perspective of love and grace so um, being there has been awesome and it's been challenging but it's been rewarding as well and god's been faithful to us
1: yeah that boy he's always faithful even the bible says even we're not he is is. you know that's so wonderful and i know your heart is to touch people's lives Mm -hmm. to see them come into the kingdom Mm -hmm. to know jesus christ and and also to grow in that and that's one thing that i think a lot of people a lot of churches struggle with is okay, uh, well, we've got fire insurance, we've made Mm -hmm. Jesus the Lord of our life, which sometimes those, it's kind of like buying a bad insurance policy, sometimes they don't pay off. Mm -hmm. In other words, we really believe that people need a, a real understanding of what Jesus Christ has offered us mm-hmm. and how much fun it is to live the life yes, that he's given. It is. Uh, where, What is your perspective on people coming in and, and maybe searching and seeking for God? And is there a place at your table they can sit down without being a Christian just to kind of check you out a little bit?
0: I think definitely. I, I think you see that all through the Bible. I mean, Jesus was not... I mean, you look at the, the rich young ruler. He comes to him, and Jesus doesn't say, "I'm the best thing for you. I, you know, you have to come serve me." He lets him go. And I think that the church—that's our perspective. People can come and investigate and see, and they may not be ready yet. And because I think that being a Christian is. He gave his all, so you have to give your all. I think, you know, there's this exchange. Your life is not your own anymore. Mm -hmm. And so I think we've made Christianity, oh, just come to Jesus. Everything is going to be great. But it's going to be great because you live the life he wants you to live. And that becomes awesome because you know that you're in fellowship with him and you know that you are um, in line with what he wants you to do. And so... I think it's, we're comfortable with, you know, we've, we've seen quite a bit of everything. <laughs> um, some of the stories are harrowing, but, um, but we're comfortable with that now. We accept that, um, that people may not be ready and they can come and, and they can, you know, be themselves and that's one thing i will say about vegas you know people you know i don't care if you're a blinkity blink pastor i mean jerry's been cussed out he's been and it's not the same as it would be here where people would put on the christianese or they know the right things to do we have people who've never really been in church and so when you have unchurched they don't know anything about the realms of church i think that you have to be comfortable with where they are and accept that and love them where they are
1: it, and that's that's a, such an awesome perspective and in this day and time i know we at church of tomorrow here in oklahoma city we're all about teaching people how to stand in times of adversity mm-hmm. because we live in a different world than different. 2009 for yes. instance you know yeah. we're only uh, not even a year, two years old mm-hmm. yet and we're seeing a difference between when we started in the middle of COVID, yes, and now that we're coming out of that, and people are starting to relax, and um, things are are different, but there are, there are so many challenges today, and the church—I know you believe this; we certainly believe it—the church is the answer. Yes, it and it's not a bunch of oh fogey. Uh, religion, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but it's relationship with Jesus Christ and relationship with each other. Mm-hmm. Talk to me a little bit about, um, if you would please, about people who may be still staying at home and, and, and saying, well, I go to church uh, on YouTube or I go to church on Facebook or I go to church, da da da. I don't think I have to go in the buildings anymore with people. I just get everything I need right here in my home in my PJs you want to pick on that one yes
0: um, number one I don't you know I, I I try to respect where people are but I really think there is a difference between being on the screen and on the scene um, when you're in the anointing and you're in the fellowship there is a difference uh, one you are a spectator and one of your participator. So I think that there is a difference. Mm-hmm. Um, I've watched a lot of things online. I'm not saying I don't get things from being online, but when you are in the service, you actually affect the anointing because anytime you put a person in there, they affect what, what goes on in the arena. So I think that there are some things that cannot be translated. There's some no. things that, that you just can't get from that. Um, I'm concerned for, for that long-term Um, but at the same time, I know that because of the new era of church, that may be what we have to accept until God starts dealing with people that they need some type of fellowship and some type of, um touching of flesh, if that makes sense. Um, I think we're missing, you know, I think they're gonna miss that because we weren't made to be isolated like that. I think God created us for um, interdependence relationships with each other, with him and with others, to keep us balanced, and I think that we we, we may see some balance lost in that, quite
1: honestly. Wow. (laughs) Folks, you just heard a home run right there. That was good, and it's so accurate of a description of what we need to realize as people. You know hebrew says do not forsake Mm -hmm. the assembling of yourselves together especially as the time approaches especially as the time approaches and there's never been a time when we're closer to the end than we are now and that's not a scare tactic that is an opportunity for us to realize this has never gotten this far before, and it's an exciting time to be alive, an exciting time for us to come together. And I'm enthused about mm-hmm. what God has yeah. for the church. You know, along the lines that you're sharing there, uh, I think it's also important that people who may not be a Christian or may be a Christian, but they're not really involved in church, uh, to realize, too, that their they're fellowship time together uh, is is important, and this is an opportunity to come to church. People are coming back. Uh, you don't feel like you know you're going to be singled out because you're coming to church now. Because mm-hmm. churches are starting to build back in, in, as far as the number of seats that are taken, and and that itself is is so important. And you know you may have heard people at church use the word fellowship rather than just social activities, yes. and There's that's difference. exactly what you're saying. That is modified, changed, adjusted, and built up mm-hmm. by the people that actually come in for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know uh, Kelly, uh, our assistant pastor. He he said, "You know, you you need to bring you know, your uh, 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 what's the word? He uses a special word. I was trying. Anyway, the the word is you know you're bringing your deposit. I, I think that's the word he uses. Yeah. You're bringing your deposit. Yes. We all have a deposit, Correct. and if you're in the Las Vegas area, you need to be an Empowered Life Church. If you're in Oklahoma City, you need to come check out Church of Tomorrow, sixty-eight hundred North Bryant, seven three one two one. But you know that's so important that we understand that fellowship is actually an interaction Correct. where we're giving to each other. Right. And receiving from each other, mm-hmm. it's not just something to be happy clappy and sit around and talk about, you know, what the dog did last week. Yeah. And I'm not trying to minimize anybody's uh, animal life because dogs are great. <laughs> um, maybe not cats, but dogs are great. But uh, anyway, uh, that's something that people may not understand, or they may be missing something and not understand what they're missing and so there are real people in church mm-hmm. i know your church is full of diversity but walks of life uh, everything that people that have been in past false religions and gosh i know just talking with jerry like i do <laughs> i mean you guys have seen a lot <laughs> but along those same lines with uh, attendance at church mm-hmm. and the yeah. importance of it what else do people need to be doing these days to make sure that they maintain strength uh, in their spiritual walk, and why? What is Christianity? Why is it so different in that aspect uh, in people's lives? You got any thoughts along those lines? <laughs> I know I'm putting you on the spot, girl, but you're well, doing great.
0: Okay. So, so the first question was, what can we do to keep keep strong? Um, always. Follow Jesus. (laughs) That's gonna be the first and foremost. Um, I'll be talking about this tomorrow,
1: but- How do we follow Jesus?
0: How do we follow Jesus? Well, through his word, um, through fellowship of the spirit, um, through our inner witness, through peace. I mean, Mm -hmm. (laughs) those are all the things that I can think of, you know, off the top of my head. that's what I mean by following him. Once you accept him, he comes to live inside. See, that's that's the difference. He has to yeah. be inside. And so, when people's like, I'm struggling, I'm going. Well, if he lives on the inside of you, there shouldn't be that deep of a struggle. I digress. We won't get into all of that. But if you're, if you, when he lives on the inside, you get that inward witness. You get that yeah. that nudge of. This is, the, this is the way walk there in it. So I think that as the time gets closer, we need to be more sensitized. I think we've been desensitized to the spirit. We need to be more sensitized to the spirit yeah. and following the spirit leading through the word and through, you know, hearing him say, do this and go there. Um, and then the next question was.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, what is there that we can uh, actually do along those lines to to build up and to, uh, continue to walk and know that we're following Jesus. That's a little different What I said, but uh, I think, I guess what I'm trying to get at is I know people say, well, you know, uh, uh, I just pray and the, the Lord just tells me what to do, but they're not in the Word of God. They're not yeah. in fellowship. And that can yeah. be, gosh, they can stray so easily.
0: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm always cautious when we we pick and choose the Word we want to follow. Oh,
1: ouch. So, you got
0: it. Um, Uh, God is a God of order and balance. And I, a lot of this is just unbalanced. It's unscriptural. And so you can't justify it. I -hmm. think I I see a lot of that, Um, but it's just, oh, really, how can I say this nicely? It's very pharisaical in nature. It's very religious without relationship. And that's what religion will do to you. If you follow, you know, it's just a letter of the law. You know, it, it, it kills the spirit. So. Um, I see a lot of legalism <laughs> and a lot of fair sickleness yeah. without relationship. When you have relationship with Jesus, I think that changes the narrative. Yeah. So then you act right, you talk right, you know, it, everything else shifts. That's Sorry. great. <laughs> you know, one of the things
1: that I'm gonna be talking about in the future here with our podcast uh, is the fact that I think the church is concentrated too much on behavior of people. Correct. And not who the people are. Uh, you know, uh, every person we see was made in the image of sure. God, created yeah. in the image of God, yeah. and we should respect that and we yeah. should honor that. Yeah. And their behavior uh, can be sin, mm-hmm. uh, it can be life giving, yeah. it can be sinful, yeah. and we don't count them out because every one of us is sinned.
0: Yes. I mean, we'd all be counted you out.
1: You know, I, I sinned <laughs> last year one time. I mean,. <laughs> Of course, that's a crazy comment there, but you know, we, we are, we are what we are, but whose are we Yes, is the question. And you know, people say, well, you you know, if if Jesus knew what I did, but the point of it is, is if you knew what Jesus did did. for you, correct. Amen. Well, wrap it up for us, if you would, please today.
0: Okay, well basically what he said is it's a done deal. When Jesus went on the cross and died, (laughs) he took care of everything, so behavior modification doesn't work. Because it's not behavioral, it's relationship. You get into relationship, everything changes. Yeah.
1: Wow, so much in such a short period of time. (laughs) You're awesome, Tony. We so appreciate you so much. Well, until next time, and when we talk about it tomorrow, this is Dan Boone, and I once again want to invite you, if you're in the Las Vegas area, Empowered Life Church. It's actually in Henderson. And if you're in the Oklahoma City area or just coming through and want to visit one Sunday, uh, we're right on I-35 where I-44 comes to a church of tomorrow. We'd love to have you check out our Facebook, check out the YouTube, check out everything. It's all available. And uh, we appreciate you so much. I want you to have an awesome, awesome week. See you next time. Bye-bye.